Shalom to all. Today's office cited Davav. We are starting the eighth line with the words Rava Amar. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Maris Miriam Sar, Basar Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shamashadavan Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Maris Rivka, Basar Meir Zev, Hernish Shamashadavan Aliyah. And we're in the middle of discussing if the husband who had warned his wife not to seclude herself with the man, and she did so, so now she's ushered to her husband. Then before he had the chance to bring to the base of Mekdash to drink the Mesaita, he died. So he said she gets Chalitza and not Yibum, and the Gemara was discussing why doesn't she get Yibum. So Rava Amar Rava says, Kavachimer, it's a Kavachimer. Im Nasser Bamutter if she became usher to someone who was previously permitted to her, that's her husband, but usher law like Kolshikain, to someone who was always usher to her, namely her brother-in-law, her husband's brother, for sure she should be usher to him. Normally, Abai Abai told Rava, El Me'at, if that's really so, consider the following case. Kohen Gadol Shekidish has Almana, Umais, a Kohen Gadol that was Makadish and Almana, a widow, and then he died. Now we know that a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry an Almana, but he married her anyway, and he died without children. And he has a brother who's a Kohen Hedyet, who is allowed to marry an Almana, he shouldn't be allowed to do Yibam. Now we know that the Kohen Hedyet is allowed to do Yibam. Him. But he shouldn't be allowed to. Why? Because of the same logic. Im Nasser Bamutterlaw, if she became usher to someone who's mutter to her, so for sure she should be usher to someone who is always usher to her. So Rav knocks that away with two questions. First of all, Nasra, you're telling me that she became usher to her husband? She was always usher to her husband. She was never allowed to marry this kind Gadol. She didn't become usher to him. Furthermore, Mutterlaw, you're telling me that she became usher to someone who was mutter to her? Usurlahu, he was always usher to marry her. So Abai says, you're right, we have a different question. Ella, Aisha's kind Chenensa, the wife of a kain who is violated, and we know that if the wife of a kain is violated, she's usher to him. Umais, and the kain died before he was able to divorce her. Vyashle achalal, and he has a brother who's a halal. What's a halal? This is a person whose father's a kain, but who married someone who's usher to him. So, child of that union is called a halal, and he does not have a din of a kain. So, this kain who just died has a half brother who's a halal. Like this yabim, the halal shouldn't do yibum. Now we know he is allowed to do yibum, but he shouldn't be allowed to do yibum because of following logic. Im nasser b'motherla, if this woman, this yavama, became usher to someone who was mother. To her, but shouldn't she for sure be usher to someone who is always usher to her, namely her brother-in-law? And again, we know that a halal does do yibum in this case. So Rav responds, no, that's not a question. If a woman was violated and her husband was a Yisrael, not a Kayin, so her husband's allowed to remain married to her, the Gabi Dehai, in regards to this person, like Yisura, there's no Isser. Meaning when the wife of this Kayin was violated, she doesn't have any Isser mitzah, there's Oynes that happened to her, to her brother-in-law, her brother-in-law's a halal. And if she was married to a halal and she was not Nas, she wouldn't be usher to him, so therefore this halal is allowed to do yibam. Now we're going to brand new Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us the following women are not allowed to eat truma. And obviously we're dealing with the case of a saita. Number one, if she tells her husband, I'm tummy to you, which means she says, I was mizane. The moment she says that she was mizane, so she's usher to eat truma. If Adam came and said that she was nitma, meaning that she was mizane, so she's not allowed to eat truma anymore. If she says, I'm not drinking, we have Adam that there was kinui and stira, so now she's a saita and she has to be brought to the base of Mikdash to drink the water, but she says, I'm not drinking. Now we can't force her to drink, so she's going to be usher to eat truma. Or if her husband decides, I don't want to give her to drink, so she's usher and she's not allowed to eat truma. And lastly, if her husband was bail her along the way, he's on his way to bring her to the base of Mikdash to drink the Mesaita, but he was bail her, so now she's not allowed to drink the water anymore, but that doesn't make her permitted to her husband, and she's not allowed to have truma. Now the Gemara tells us, Amrav Amram, Hamil Sa'amalan Rav Sheshes told us the following thing, and he enlightened our eyes to this memory that he said from our mission that we just learned. What did Rav Shesha say? And this is going to be the discussion in the entire Gemara today, so pay attention. Saita Hayam, a Saita that has Adim that are out there, Mdinas Hayam, that know that she was Nitma, ain't a The water is not going to work for her, which means she's going to be brought to the base of Mekdash, she's going to drink the May Saita, and the water simply is not going to work because there's Adim out there that know that she was actually Nitma. And my time, well, what's the reason for this? Don't because the Pasuk says, and there's no Adim about her. 
What do we learn from this word ve'edein ba? The lack of the yadi ba. That means that there's no one out there that knows that she was nitma to this man. Lafugehat exclude this case. The ha'ik the yada ba. There are people out there that know that she was nitma, and therefore the water's not going to work. And ve'anor lo ainin masnisin. He enlightened our eyes to this halacha from our mishnah. The Tanit Mishnah tells us that we have a case for shabal la'edim she that Adam came and said that she was tamei, so she's not allowed to eat truma. So we analyzed also Adam emas. When did these Adam come and tell us this? If you want to say they came before she drank the water, well, Zainahi, that's a classic case where she's a Zaina, just like the first case of the Mishnah where she says, I'm Tamei, so that's not a Chidesh. Eloi must be that they came after she drank the water. Now, if you're going to tell me that when there's Adim out there somewhere, then know that she was Nitma, the water's not going to work on her. So, Shapir, this makes sense because the water didn't work on her, and then we're saying that these Adim are coming and telling us that she was Nitma, and we're believing the Adim, and we're not saying that they're liars, so the Halacha of the Mishnah makes sense. But if you're going to tell me that even though there's Adam out there that knows that she was Nitma, the water still will work on her, well, in this case, she drank the water and it didn't work. So, then that means that we have a revelation that these Adam that just came now are liars. It must be that the water didn't work because she was really Tahira, so these Adam must be liars. And from the fact that our Mishnah says that we would believe these Adam, and obviously they're coming after she drank the water, it must be that the water doesn't work because there's Adam out there. This is a riot for Avsheshes. Now, I'm going to Yasef argues with Avsheshes, and he says that's not a riot. I can really say that even when there's Adam out there that know that she's Tame, the water will still work on her. Aye, so why didn't the water work in this case? We can say over here. Now, is an important term that we're going to be having in this Gemara and we're going to be learning about later on. It means that when she has a schos, when she has some sort of merit, the fancy way of saying this is that the effect of the water will be in abeyance, which means that the effect of the water will not work right now. It's going to be put on pause, so to speak, and it's only going to work later on. So Reyes is telling us that's a possibility why the water didn't work. Now the Gemara just clarifies my Kamithli, what's a machlekes of Yosef and Rav Sheshes, but Mesnavno de Rebbe, they're arguing about the deterioration the Rebbe spoke about. Did not we have a Meshna Rebbe, I'm Rebbe says, Zchos Tayolah, but Maim Hamarim, when she has a Zchos. So the Maim Hamarim are going to be paused, they're not going to work right away. She's not going to give birth to children, she's not going to become better. Ella, Mesnavno Hailechas, she's going to slowly deteriorate, and Lasaif, she may survive some Misa, eventually she's going to die with that Misa that's spoken about, her stomach's going to explode and her thigh collapses, and we're going to be learning about that later. So when she has this chus, the waters aren't going to work right away. Rather, there's going to be a delay in the water working, and she's going to slowly deteriorate until the waters work. Now, Rav Sheshes, Rav Sheshes holds, Bein the Rebbe, Bein the Rabbanon, have a misnafna, that both according to Rebbe and the Rabbanon, she'll slowly deteriorate. And by the fact that we see over here that she didn't deteriorate at all, and then Adam came and said that she was nitma, it must be that the waters don't work at all when there's Adam out there that know about her. Whereas Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef holds, Rebbe, have a misnafna, according to Rebbe, she'll slowly deteriorate, while Rabbanon the Rabbanon hold that if she has a schos, she's not going to slowly deteriorate. So by the fact that the water didn't work on her right now, and she's not deteriorating, it has nothing to do with the fact that she has Adam out there that know that she was Matame, it could very well be that she has a schos, and that's why the water's not working. Now the Gemara asks on Rav Sheshes, Master Rav Shimon Ashi asks the following, Rav Shimon Aymer Rav Shimon says, We don't say that if she has a schos, that's going to put a pause to the Maim Hamarim. Why? Because if you're going to say that a schos will pause the Maim Hamarim, so you're pushing away the fear factor of the water for all women that are going to drink. These waters have a certain fear factor to them. She knows that she's going to die a horrible death. So we want her to admit that she didn't have Aveira before we give her to drink. But if she knows that Ischus will delay the water's working, so she's not afraid to drink the water. And again, we always want to prevent her from drinking the water because we have to erase Hashem's name in this water. And we don't want to erase Hashem's name for nothing. And furthermore, you're going to cause bad name to be spoken about women that really are Tahar. Shashasu, they drank, and the water didn't work on them because they were really Tahar. But other people are going to say about them, really they were 
But the reason why the water didn't work is because they have a schos. So that's why Rabbi Shimon argues with this whole schos tailala. Now here's the question on Rabbi Shimon. If you're going to say that when there's Adam out there that know that she was netma, the water's not going to work, well, you're also going to cause a bad name to be spoken about the women that were tahar and drank and the water didn't work on them. What's going to happen? People are going to say about them, really, they were but they have Edim that know that they were really Nitma. So Gemara says, this is not a problem. You're asking this in Shitas Rab Shimon. The same way that he holds, when she has a schos, that's not going to pause the Mayim Hamarim from working. Also, if she has Edim out there in Dinas Hayam, that's not going to stop the water from working. But another question on Rab Sheshes. Masav Rav, Rav asks the following. Now, before we continue, we have to know every Mincha goes through a two step Kiddush, which means it has two steps in the process of it becoming holy. First, it's verbally Makodesh. Now, this only gives a Kiddush as Damim, monetary Kiddusha, and should something happen to it, it could always be redeemed and it becomes Chulin. Next, though, is Kiddusha Beklishares. Once a mincha is placed into a Klishares, it becomes inherently Kaddish with Kiddusha Sagof, and should something happen to it, it cannot be redeemed and it needs to be burned. Surah so brings the following memor of Eil Shemin Chaseim Nisrafais, the following women who are Saita, their menachas need to be burned. If she says, I'm Tame, and the mincha was ready prepared to being brought, so we're going to burn the mincha, we're not going to bring it. And if Adam came and said that she was Tame. So now we analyze the second case. When did these Adam come? Even if you want to say, make me Tiktosh, that these Adam came before it was placed into a Klishares, typical Chulin. It should just be redeemed and become Chulin. Why is it being burned? Allah must be Labasar the Kaddish. These Adam came after it was already placed into Klishares. Now, if you're going to tell me that even though there's Adam out there, they know that she was Nitma, the water's still going to work on her. We see that this Mincha is technically able to be sanctified and it's able to be brought. And and when it was sanctified, meaning when it was put into the Klishares, it was rightfully made Kaddish. And that's why when Adim come after it was put into Klishares, it's going to have to be burned because the waters would have worked on her had these Adim not come, even though they were in existence. And therefore the Mincha was allowed to be put into Klishares and therefore it did become Kaddish and that's why it has to be burned when they did come. El Yamat, if you're going to say, saw that when there's Adim out there that know about her, the water is simply not going to work. So Tigli Muslim Afreya, then once the Adim do come, it turns out that there's a revelation the Chikadosh Mekara when it was placed into the Klisharis originally but that was Kadosh it was made Kadosh by mistake because the water wouldn't have worked anyway which means that the Mincha wouldn't have been able to be brought and the typical Chulin so it should become Chulin and it shouldn't be burned and by the fact that this member tells us that this Mincha is burned it must be that Adam out there knowing about her doesn't prevent the water from working question on Rav Sheshes so I'm reviewing the Mediskarta he attempts to totally change our understanding what does it mean that Adam came and said she was Tamei they're coming and saying that she was Mazana right here in the it turns out that when the Mincha was put into a Klisharis and became Kaddish, that was okay. It actually did become Kaddish, and only afterwards were passing it because she was Mazana in the Azara. The Gemara asked Maskavar from Sharshia, How could it be that she was Mazana in the Azara? The young Kaihanim followed her around, so it can't be that she did an Avera. So the Gemara answers, She was Mazana with those young Kaihanim. Narvashi Ravashi says differently, She needed to use the restroom, and they let her go, and when she was in private, she was Mazana then. Are the Pirche Kahuna, these young Kahanim, hanging from her head covering? They give her her private space, and when they let her go, she slipped away and she was Mazana then. Now, Papa Amar, he goes back to her original discussion. Really could be like what we said originally, and it's possible to say, like Rav Sheshes, that if there's Adam out there that know that she was Mazana, the water is not going to work on her. And with Amar, typical Chulin, that which you had said previously, if that's a scenario, then the Mincha shouldn't be burned, it should become Chulin, because that means that when it was placed in the Klishares and it became Kaddish with Gushas Hagov, that was really a mistake. So the answer is the reason why it's going to be burned is Midrabanon. It's only going to be burned Midrabanon. Why? Gazer Shami Yamru, 
Gezeira, perhaps other people are going to say, that we can take something out of a Klisharis and make it regular Chol and take away its Kedusha. And the reason why people would say that is because they're not expert in all the Halachas. They're not going to realize that when it was placed in the Klisharis, it shouldn't have been put there in the first place and that it never really got Kedusha Sagov. And it's only because of Gezeira Dira Abundan that it's going to be burned. But now Master of Mari of Mari asks on this logic from the following Brisa that has five parts and we're going to ask from the last part. Number one, Nit Minchasa, if Mincha became Tomei, before it was put into Klisharis, it's like all other Menachas that this happens to, and it's going to be redeemed. If it became Tomei after it was put into Klisharis, it's like all Menachas and it gets burned. Number two, Kiddush HaKaimetz, the Kaimetz, the part of the Mincha that's brought on the Mizbeach, became Kadosh, but the Kain didn't have a chance to put it on the Mizbeach, until either the husband or the Saita died, it's like all Menachas that this happens to, and the whole thing has to be burned. Number three, Karf HaKaimetz, let's say the Kaimetz was brought, but the kind didn't have a chance to eat the leftovers of the mincha until he or she, the site died. It's like all other menachas that this happens to. And it's eaten. Why is it eaten? It should be possible the owner died. The answer is the only reason why you're bringing this mincha in the first place is as part of the process to determine what her status of suffix is, meaning is she tummy or she tahar. And once the kaimetz was brought, kipras feka v'halchala. Now kipras feka over here does not mean that she received the kapara because the point of the mincha saita is not to bring a kapara, it just means that it served its function as part of the process of helping determine the suffix status of the saita, and since the husband or wife died after it was already brought, so the kind's allowed to eat it. Number four in the b'raisa, bo'ola edim shitmeya, let's say edim came before the kaimutz was brought, and they said that she was tamei, minchas and israfes, so then it's burned. Number five, here's where the question's from, nimtu edah zayman, let's say her edah stira turned out to be edim zayman, meaning the edim that gave edos, and she secluded herself with that man, they turned out to be edim zayman, we're going to explain this in a moment, minchas her mincha is complete chulin and it's not burned. What do we see from here? That even though it was placed into a klisha race, if it turns out that Lamafreya never should have been put there, so it becomes chulin and it's not burned. We see from here there's no gzeir der that should be burned. So the Gemara says, no question. Edim zaymin ka'amrit. You're asking a question about Edim zaymin? Edim zaymin ka'islahu. There's a kal when we're dealing with Edim zaymin. What is Edim zaymin? Let's say Reuben and Shimon had given Edis about this woman that she secluded herself with that fellow. But then Levi and Yehuda came along and said, Reuben and Shimon, you can't give that Edis that you just said because Imanu Hayisem, you're with us in a totally different place on that day and at that time that you claim that seclusion happened. Now, Adam Zayman is a very unique case and everyone knows that this is a case of Adam Zayman and so therefore, everyone's going to know that the reason why the mincha is not being burned and it's becoming chulin is because the whole thing was a farce. But in the case that Rav Sheshis was talking about that Adam came in Dinas Hayam, people will not necessarily know that's the reason why the mincha wasn't good in the first place and therefore, Midr would have to be burned. And now the Gemara tells us, Tani Kavasit Rav Sheshis, Velav Mitamei. We have a Braisa that proves what Rav Sheshis is saying is correct, but not for the same reason Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes had used the Pasuk V'Aid Einba. Now we know that the Pasuk V'Aid Einba is telling us that one aid works to say that she was Tomei. So we can't use the Pasuk V'Aid Einba to say that if there's Edim out there that know that she was Nitma, that the water's not going to work. So what's the reason why? So over here we have to quote a Pasuk. The Pasuk by Saita says, V'imloi Nitma'a If the woman did not become Tomei, Utahairahi, and she's Tahar, Miniksa v'Nizra Zara, she shall be innocent and she's going to bear seed, which means she's going to have children. Now these words Utahairahi and she's Tahar are extra. The Pasuk really 
could have just said, if she didn't become Tomei, so she's innocent and she's going to have children. Why add these words with Tahirahi? So the drush is as follows. Tahira tells us that she's only going to have this bracha, that she's going to bear children if the reason why the waters didn't work is because she's 100% Tahar. But if the reason why the water didn't work is because she has Edim Dinas Hayam, so then she's not going to get this bracha of children. So right away we see we have a drush in the Pasuk that if she has Edim Bimdinas Hayam, then knows that she was Nitma, the water's not going to work. But now we continue. Utahira, we have an extra vav over here. What does that tell us? She's only going to have the bracha and this pasuk applied to her if the water didn't work, again, because she's tahar. But if the reason why the water didn't work is because she has some sort of schos and the water is delayed, so she's not going to get this bracha. And lastly, the word he is extra as well. He, what does that teach us? Not there's gossip about her by the people who spin by the light of the moon. In other words, if all the yentas are hacking about this woman, assuming that she did commit that error she's suspected of, since it's so widely presumed that she's guilty, the water are not going to work on her, but she doesn't receive the bracha of the Pasuk. Now the Gemara just addresses Shita's Reb Shemin. Reb Shemin, that we quoted previously, who doesn't hold this concept of Zchos so Nehi we understand the Vav Darish. He doesn't darsh in the Vav of the Pasuk, and therefore he holds that even if she has a Zchos, the water is not going to be put on pause for her. But we have a different question, Reb Shemin. He does have to hold the Drasha that we quoted, because the Pasuk told us that very clearly, and Reb Shemin doesn't have anything else to darshan out of the Pasuk. So means Rav Shimon has to hold his drasha, but how does that fit with his shita? And we're going to explain this question in a minute. So the Gemara answers, Lashchicha. The fact that she might have edim dinas hayam is not very common. In other words, the Gemara is saying as follows. Rav Shimon's reason for disagreeing in this concept of schos is because it's going to cause people to speak ill of women who are really tahar, and they're going to say, oh, they really were tame, it's just that they have a schos. However, if the water doesn't work because there's edim about her, bimdinas hayam, that's such an uncommon thing, people are not going to assume that that's the reason why it didn't work. And they're actually going to assume that she's tahar, and that's the reason why the water didn't work. And therefore, Shimon holding of his drasha doesn't contradict the fact that he doesn't hold his chos We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.